0: What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The CPA Zone, the podcast where we discuss tax strategies and accounting tips for entrepreneurs and real estate investors. My name is Ryan Pulis, and our company, The Pulis Group, offers tax planning and advisory services for entrepreneurs like you. Whether it's bookkeeping, tax planning, or CFO services that you're looking for, we've got you covered. Hi, everyone. Ryan Pulis here. Welcome to another episode of The CPAZA, brought to you by The Pulis Group. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between tax planning and tax preparation. At a very basic level, an easy way to think of this is tax planning is what happens before December 31st, and tax preparation is what happens after December 31st. If you ask 10 different CPAs the difference between tax planning and preparation, you're likely to get several different answers. Today, I'm just gonna give you what my answer is and explain how our firm handles each each type of service. So tax preparation's your basic compliance work. This is what needs to ha- happen to ensure you, you stay in compliance with the tax authorities. It involves compiling historical information for reporting, reporting purposes. It's essential for all business owners, but in reality, isn't all that valuable. However, it is required. There are limited options to reduce your taxes after December 31st. You can make certain retirement plan contributions. You can contribute to an HSA, but otherwise you're fairly limited. Now, tax planning on the other hand is where accountants and CPAs can really add value. Tax planning itself comes in several different forms. First, you have what I call tax projections. It's a very basic type of planning and mostly you're simply calculating tax liability Unfortunately, this is what many CPAs consider tax planning. I'd almost lump this in with the preparation work because you often create your estimated payments with the prior year tax return. You're looking forward, estimating income and deductions, and really the input can be minimal. Now, if you have a more complex tax return, these tax projections can be a bit more time consuming and also much more valuable, especially if your income fluctuates, however, I just, I still almost, I'm almost hesitant to call this tax planning. However, we'll just call it a very basic level of planning. So also in addition, we have basic tax planning and advanced tax planning. When I say basic tax planning, I mean a level higher than just simple projections, but basic tax planning is, these are strategies that pretty much anyone can use. For example, Making an S election for your operating business or performing a cost segregation study for your rental property. These are pretty straightforward, straightforward, basic strategies and anyone can use them. There's no real special tailored strategy for you specifically. So that's what we call basic tax planning. So, you know, we generally recommend an S election when your business is generating a profit of at least $50,000 with the expectation of consistent or growing profits in the future. So there's nothing really special tailored to you about that if you meet that criteria. And the reason we say 50000 in profits is because there are additional costs with an S corporation. There's a separate tax return, payroll is required. An S election itself needs, requires a, a form 2553 to be filed. You need to set up payroll if it's not already in existence for your company. Everything is pretty straightforward, relatively easy, but there are these additional administrative costs. And the same with a cost seg study. So we recommend a cost-segregation study to most real estate investors, and especially those that qualify for a real estate professional status. So cost seg studies, they're beneficial even if you don't qualify as a real estate professional due to things like partial asset dispositions or the future sale of the property, you can play around with the purchase price allocation when you have a cost seg study. But if you can take the losses against regular income, for example, by qualifying as a real estate professional, then using a cost segregation study is extremely beneficial now. And you still get the same benefits when it comes to partial asset dispositions or the future sale of the property. And So this is a pretty basic strategy because anyone can benefit from a cost segregation study not only real estate professionals. So we still consider that basic tax plan. Now, advanced tax planning, this is where we design specific tax strategies tailored to you and your business, generally with a maintenance plan and recurring meetings throughout the year. So we're really working as a team during the year to give you the biggest tax advantage. So advanced tax planning looks at your overall situation, personal and business, looks at it as a whole and develops a plan to maximize tax savings and ensure all of your I's are dotted and T's are crossed to make sure you're, you're staying in compliance and really doing everything that is involved with the plan. So take a look at a quick example, just at a high level. This is a a plan from one of our clients and their 2022 tax situation. So we had a husband and wife, husband's a high W2 earner. Wife is self-employed in a real estate business we spend time meeting and discussing their goals. One of the goals is to grow the real estate portfolio, so they have investment properties outside of her real estate business, or in addition to I should say. They had a couple single family homes. To start, we made an S-election for her Schedule C business, saving on self-employment taxes, and now making her eligible for the Qualified Business Income deduction, which, staying as a Schedule C, she would not have qualified for this because their income was too high, and they're under W-2 wages and minimal assets in the business, who after income is at a certain level, um, over 400 and some odd thousand dollars, I can't remember the exact amount off the top of my head. To take advantage, or to take the qualified business income deduction, you have to either have assets or W-2 wages or both, or you simply don't get the deduction. So by making the S selection and setting her up on a 2 We were able to add the qualified business income deduction. The wife qualified as a real estate professional due to the nature of her business, and she also manages the real estate portfolio. So we ran a cost segregation study on the two existing properties, used bonus depreciation to create a six-figure depreciation deduction. With the real estate professional status, this was fully deductible, and was used to reduce ordinary income by reducing the income from her active business and the husband's W-2. The end result of this tax plan resulted in a five-figure refund, which was then used as a down payment for another rental property. So we meet throughout the year, we analyze to real estate professional hours to make sure she qualifies there, analyze the material participation hours throughout the year to make sure there were no issues in qualifying under the material participation rules. And we would discuss any, any changes throughout the year involving their tax plan, when, when it comes to acquiring new properties, different opportunities that open up due to change in circumstances. So this, this is one example of a tax plan. Everyone's situation is different, but the main or the key process to planning is to determine what's best for you and your family and your business. And to act on that, we'll establish a plan, work together throughout the year and maintain good lines of communication. So to recap. Tax preparation is simply the compliance piece. It takes care of required filings so you don't get in trouble. This work happens after the end of the year and I personally do not view it as much of a value-add service. Tax planning is what happens during the year and can be broken down into two parts. We have basic tax planning, the basic strategies pretty much anyone can use, and then advanced tax strategies or advanced tax planning, which are custom plans designed to meet your individual needs and tailored to your individual circumstances. So that about does it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review and hit the like and subscribe button. Until next time, have a great day. So that about does it for this episode of the CPA Zone. Thanks for listening, and I hope you found something valuable that you can take away. We are taking on new clients, and if you'd like to work with us, And go to our website and fill out the client intake form on our contact page. This can be found at thepulisgroup.com forward slash contact. That's T-H-E-P-U-L-I-C-E-G-R-O-U-P dot com forward slash contact.